0: Eagle Vision's production of Taken, the podcast, deals with mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised.
1: In Canada, we don't know many of our celebrated artists by name unless they share their gifts outside their home and native land. But our most talented citizens live life mostly unnoticed here in Canada. Perhaps that blissful anonymity is why they don't leave, or perhaps they stay because Canada is home. On Monday, September 19th, 2016, the body of 47-year-old Annie Puduguk, a renowned Inuk artist, was found in the shallow water in the Rideau River, Ward Banks-Bordelow Park in Ottawa. It's undetermined how long her body may have been in the river or what the cause of death was, but suspicions of what may have happened are still on the minds of those who loved her. Annie was born into an artistic Inuit family in Cape Dorset, Nunavut. She grew up surrounded by creativity and the beauty of the North, but also struggled with addictions and violence over the course of her life. Last reported sightings of Annie were on the morning of Wednesday, September 14th, when she left the Shepherds of Good Hope shelter, where she had spent a couple of nights after she told the staff that she was assaulted by her boyfriend. Annie's boyfriend denies these claims and is not a suspect in the case. Annie was a friendly face in the Byward Market area of Ottawa, where she spent a lot of time. She had many friends and was known for her kindness and generosity. At any time during this podcast or afterward, if you have any information that might help solve the case in the death of Annie Puduguk, visit our website. Someone out there has answers. Our goal is to find them. How did Annie, a much loved and respected woman, have her life end so tragically? Who was she with the day she disappeared? And how does her family find peace? What happened to Annie Puruguk? Cape Dorset is located at the southernmost tip of Baffin Island and has unique beauty that most will never see. As transportation in and out of the region is exorbitant, food is far higher priced and housing is overcrowded. In 1913, the Hudson's Bay Company set up a trading post in the place that the Inuit community call sakusalak Now approximately 22% of Cape Dorset's population is employed in the arts, making it the self-proclaimed capital of Inuit art. Annie Puruguk came from a long line of artists that included her grandmother, renowned graphic artist Pitsilak Ashuna. Annie was the cousin of draftswoman Shavina Ashuna, and the niece of printmaker Kanaganak Puruguk. Annie's father was printmaker and stone sculptor Igivudluk Puruguk, and her mother was Napachi Puruguk, a draftswoman, and the namesake of Annie's youngest daughter. All of these artists have created important bodies of work, as has Annie's older brother, Gu Puruguk.
2: She's an artist from Cape Dorset, so am I, so is my brother. We're a pretty much artist family.
1: Annie was sensitive and talented, and her vision and drawings recreated the world she lived in. Her work flowed with memories of the past, contemporary images, and personal experiences that attracted attention around the globe, with numerous exhibits across the country and overseas, in Germany and Italy. Her life was commemorated in an exhibit and publication called Cutting Ice, one year after her sudden death. Annie's reputation as a trailblazing artist was partnered with her overwhelming desire to help people. Her brother, Gu, remembers Annie's generosity and kindness.
2: Annie was exceptionally nice to people. She'd do her artwork, she'd sell it, she'd give me some money enough to feed my kids, and I wasn't the only one she was giving money out to. She's got brothers, she's got cousins who follow her to the uh, print shop when she sells her stuff. She just gives, gives, and gifts, And even when we're in different towns, she would send money. And she gave a lot of it away. I know she gave me $2,000. Annie, that's, I say, Annie, that's too much. She's that nice. I miss her.
1: Annie had a beautiful spirit and was beloved by her family. Her community in Cape Dorset and her community in Ottawa, who became like a family to her. Annie's younger brother, C. Puruguk remembers his sister's lighthearted nature. She's
3: always funny. eh? She's always talking like funny stuff. I miss her when when she's like joking around to us. I can actually see her right now laughing and
1: talking to us. (laughs) Gu Puruguk admired his sister's work. He had many favorites from her collection, and one in particular.
2: Is this guy getting arrested? She did a picture of me, and she never said that. But, but I can see that's me in there, taken away by the policeman and away from the house. I, I like that one very much. In
1: 2006, Annie won the prestigious $50,000 SoBe Art Award that recognizes young contemporary artists.
2: After that Sobi's award, she moved to Ottawa, started drinking too much. Most people up here, when they go down there, everything's available. Beer stores open nine in the morning. We don't have that up here. I guess the booze got into her too much, and she loved she loved drinking.
1: Annie lived in Ottawa for years. Her living circumstances at times were volatile, leading her to shelters and the Byward Market. The Byward Market area of Ottawa is a tourist attraction filled with shopping and dining destinations. It is also home to many of the city's shelters that support people struggling with addictions, mental health challenges, and homelessness. Annie was well known and loved in the community that had become her home. One day, Annie left the Byward Market and never returned. Detective Kevin Jacobs of Ottawa Police Service Major Crime Unit is working on Annie's case.
4: The last confirmed sighting on surveillance video for Annie was when she left the Shepherds of Good Hope, which is a shelter, which is close by to where her body was found. That was on the Wednesday morning, the 14th of September. She had been at the shelter for a couple of nights. She had gotten into a, an argument with her uh, boyfriend. So what had what happened was, is that one of the shelter employees felt they needed to call the police because Annie was upset. She was complaining of being hurt. And she said that she had been hit by a boyfriend.
1: Unfortunately, by the time the police arrived to speak with Annie, she was already gone.
4: Annie was found uh, on Monday, September the 19th, 2016. Uh, She was found in uh, shallow water uh, at a uh, park uh, called Borderloat Park, which is just off of um, uh, King Edward Avenue in the uh, uh, sort of like the north side of uh, Ottawa, just close to the river. She was found in the early hours of the morning um, by um, uh, two uh, City of Ottawa workers
1: after a careful and thorough investigation, Annie's boyfriend was found not to be a suspect in the case. Gupuruguk received the news of his sister's death from elders in the community.
2: There are people endorsed, uh, elders, who come around into people's houses to give them bad news about their recently deceased families, and they have that endorsed. They have those people and those. A couple of elders came to my place. Um, Annie, his, uh, Annie passed away. She uh, found her in the
1: river. The details of what he was told did not sit well with Gu.
2: She don't go drinking near the river. She likes parks. Once we went for a walk to the park and we stayed there for a couple hours. Uh, she wasn't happy even though she was saying she was, I could tell it's a different story. We know Annie died. I think she got killed, that's what I think. If I can be so blunt about this, I think she was murdered.
1: Annie was a social butterfly with a generous heart, always surrounding herself with friends and family. Yet, no solid information about her whereabouts between September 14th to 19th can be confirmed. In such a tight-knit community, someone must know something. If you have any information about the death of Annie Purugook, visit our website. Inuk artist Annie Puduguk was last seen on September 14th, 2016 in the Ottawa Byward Market area. Days later, on September 19th, her body was recovered from the Rideau River at Bordelow Park. Her friends and family don't understand how this could have happened and are still searching for answers. Annie was born in 1969 in Cape Dorset, Nunavut, a community renowned for its beautiful landscape that has been referred to as the capital of Inuit art. Gupuruguk, Annie's brother, still lives in Cape Dorset. He, too, is an artist.
2: It's an art town. There's carvers everywhere. There's printers, too, and people who just draw, and people sewing, ladies, and jewelry and stuff. And there's about 1,300 people in Dorset.
1: Annie grew up with numerous siblings and loving parents that nurtured her kind spirit. She's very like giving,
2: even as a child. Okay, there's some kids. You have something like chocolate bar, maybe. She take a little bit of it and give most of it away.
1: Annie was closer to her brother in age, sharing many adventures and memories.
3: Uh, we used to play a lot, of nine, like play games, stuff like that, when we, when we were young. I remember one time we were, in, we were actually in hunting. The bear came to us out of nowhere Poor the bear. I was very scared, you know, I couldn't do nothing. Poor bear was running out to my sister and my little brother, but they, they, they didn't catch them.
1: Gu remembers his sister as a child. Annie's eyes and heart were open to her creativity under the guidance of two very special women.
2: She's always with her mother Napache, my mother, and her grandmother, uh, Pixira. She started early watching her mother and her grandmother. They were quite famous in Inuit art world.
1: Although Annie struggled with alcohol and drug addiction, she continued to draw and share her earnings with those she loved. Seam remembers spending time with his sister.
3: One time, I came down to Ottawa to see her. I was walking on the street on the wall, and she was right there. She she was drawing on the street. I thought I was going to see her again, but I never saw her again.
1: Veldon Coburn, who teaches Indigenous Studies at Carleton University in Ottawa, has a very personal connection to Annie Puduguk.
5: I am the adoptive father of her last born, Nipachi, who's uh, six years old now. Our oldest daughter, Ellie, is a Puduguk as well, so she's the granddaughter of one of Annie's cousins.
1: Although he never met Annie, Veldon makes sure to keep her memory alive for her daughter, Nipachi.
5: She's a deeply revered and deeply esteemed artist who produced work that changed Indigenous perspectives, or at least outsiders' perspective of Indigenous existence. Uh, International renown for Annie, exhibitions in the most significant galleries in the world. Even here at the National Arts Gallery downtown, I've taken Apache to a large picture that she's drawn, hand-drawn of the freezer in Cape Dorset. And uh, we've been there, we've seen the actual freezer, and to try to understand the life that she depicts, it uh, steps away from what we might think is traditional Indigenous artwork.
1: Annie's legacy will live on through her artwork, but her death is still a challenge for investigators.
4: The investigation was uh, hampered to some degree by the fact that it was clear that Annie's body had been in the river for some time. And the difficulty with the pathology of, the, uh, of that was is establishing exactly how long she was in, in the river for. Which added difficulty with trying to establish the timeline from when she was last seen. And to this day, that still continues to be a major obstacle. Her cause of death is still l- listed as um, undetermined. Undetermined basically means that um, it could be an accident, it could be a suicide, it could be a misadventure,
5: or it could be criminally suspicious.
1: Valden Coburn will always remember the day he found out about Annie.
5: I distinctly remember um, driving past the crime scene on a Monday morning or um, the first uh, beginning of the week because it was on my way to work. And I saw an immense amount of uh, police presence at Bordolo Park. I'd heard the news throughout the week, but the uh, identity was not released. And I was listening to the CBC radio on a Friday afternoon at about 4.30, and the 4.30 news revealed the name, and uh, it was Annie Pudigou, and my heart sunk.
1: Annie's brothers, C and Gu, were also left devastated by her death.
3: I can't believe it. I I can't find any words for what what happened eh? I love her very much, we, we are did. The...
2: We lost a wonderful sister. All the best people die, why?
1: Annie was loved by many. Her death resounded through the arts community, through the streets of the Byward Market, and through the hearts of those closest to her. Her case remains open, with calls from family and police to help solve the mystery of what happened to Annie. If you have any information, please visit our website. Annie Puduguk was last seen on September 14, 2016, leaving the Shepherds of Good Hope shelter, located in the Byward Market area of Ottawa. She would not be seen again until her body was pulled from the Rideau River at Bortolo Park on September 19th. Her body had been in the water for days, hindering the investigation and leaving those who knew her and loved her wondering what could have happened to Annie. After Annie's body was discovered, tributes and condolences streamed across the web. But to Veldon Coburn's dismay, so did the racist remarks and one in particular caught his attention.
5: And so it was an Ottawa police officer. statements made, in there was two, were um, they carry on the anti-indigenous stereotypes. Victim blaming, speculating about the nature of their death, pinning it on the victim and drawing upon some time-old colonial sayings. They're drunks, they probably brought it on themselves. That's how they live, that's how they're happy. It was deeply offensive.
1: Subsequently, the officer was demoted and ordered to take sensitivity training. Sadly, the views expressed echo across the country and Veldin worries about the future for his two daughters.
5: Being the father of, of Inuk girls who grow up in this society, who will be devalued, marginalized in Canada, Indigenous women of all nations are at the bottom of the barrel. They're treated Uh, exceptionally poorly and that's what I have to look forward to for the life that my two daughters and they're visibly Indigenous the stereotypes will cling to them I expect them to face some of the most heinous racism I would hope that would be better but I don't have a lot of hope.
1: While statistics of missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls continue to climb like many Annie's brother, C, lives in the aftermath of losing her and holds tight to her memory.
3: I miss her very much. I, I can actually, actually can sh- see her when she was young. We grew up together. We love each other.
1: Gu Puruguk was very proud of his sister for her kindness and generosity and her love for people.
2: Annie's a very people person. She had friends everywhere. Prominent politician people, where you could be sleeping on the ground with no money and broke. She'll be your friend. She'll take care of you.
1: The police asked for the public's assistance to help Annie, who was always there to help who she could.
4: If anybody has information about what happened to Annie in the days after she left the Shepherds of Good Hope on uh, the Wednesday morning, the 14th of September. Call the police service. People want to know what happened. I want to know what happened, and the family want to know what happened. And I think they wrote that.
1: Annie's memory will live on forever in her family, and the chance to meet her youngest child brought them, including Annie's brother, Gu, a lot of happiness. An Apache,
2: she lives in Ottawa with his family. They were nice enough to come up and bring their child to show to the whole family, and uh, we loved her. Uh, Napache's beautiful girl. Really, very loving baby, just like Annie.
1: Veldon's daughters, Napache and Ellie, have a special creative connection to their Puduguk family.
5: Both of my daughters are very deeply involved and, and love arts and crafts every day. Every single day, They uh, we have a great. Selection of arts and crafts, and um, they're largely doing portraits and, and drawings of,
1: of their own, too. Gu will always remember his sister
2: Annie. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, she, she's a very good artist, she's very loving, and um, taking care of people. And she she would be happy taking care of people. After she has me money, she gets this calm look in her face because she just she knows she just done something nice.
1: If you have any information that might help solve the case of the death of Annie Puruguk, visit our website. <music> the next episode of The Taken podcast is the story of a woman who went missing with her entire family. Her husband, her two young sons. Doreen Jack was 26 years old in 1989, living in Prince George, BC, when she and her husband took a job at a distant logging camp from a mysterious man who promised a good life and free daycare for the kids. It seemed too good to be true. Doreen, her husband Ronnie, and their two children, Russell, age nine, and Ryan, age four, were never seen again.
0: For more information about the Taken series, resources, or to share information or tips you may have about any of these cases, visit our website at takentheseries.com or download the free Taken Knowledge Keeper app for iOS or Android. Taken, the podcast, Annie Puduguk, was written by Jackie Black and Rebecca Gibson. It was produced by Hannah Johnson, Tyson Karen, Linda Nelson, Norm Lussier, and Martin Davis-Kinnack. Executive produced by Kyle Irving and Rebecca Gibson, and hosted by executive producer Lisa Meaches. Taken, the podcast, was produced by Eagle Vision in 2020. For a full list of credits, visit our website. To watch full episodes of Taken, the television series, visit aptn.ca.
4: Funding for Taken the Podcast provided by the Government of Canada through Women and Gender Equality Canada.